If you're dealing with brain fog, I, first thing I would recommend is that you get a delayed food allergy panel done. You get an IgG panel done and uh, see what, what might be triggering you and destroying your blood-brain barrier and your the barrier around your thyroid um, because both of those are going to cause low energy and uh, brain fog and mood changes, stuff, stuff like that. Like the the bike I bought is like an old from a spin class bike. I got it for a hundred dollars on Craigslist. It was Whoa. perfect. Be used in addition to a healthy diet. You can't eat a crap diet and have turmeric and think you're going to be okay, etc. But um, minimum turmeric, I would say two teaspoons a day. It's going to be minimum minimum. Um, you mix turmeric with black pepper and it's going to increase the bioavailability. So the piperine and the black pepper increases it by a lot. Yeah, she's talking about uh, black pepper used. We use a more advanced um, delivery without getting into a lot of detail, but with a sunflower seed, which is very, very effective. And so with liver detox, liver excel, uh, you're getting an excellent supplementation of turmeric, cypress, uh, the combinations to help stop or reduce the conversion of estrogen to uh, uh, testosterone, that is to estrogen. But she's talking about during this course about breast cancer prevention. Here she's a surgeon and sometimes resorts to chemotherapy and radiation and so forth. But, you know, of course, I have opinions about that. So but try whatever you're doing if you're making a sauce or however you're using your turmeric salad dressing, try to mix some black pepper in there as well. I'm allergic to black pepper. Ah, it's my worst one bad. of my worst allergies: pepper and soy. Well, that's okay. Yeah. I, I'll eat. I'll eat more broccoli sprouts. So Shane is wondering if you have a, a YouTube channel, and I do keep posting it. I'll post. Yeah. So when we talk about the the use of uh, broccoli sprouts, uh, I, I go to the farmers market in Newport Beach, and I I pick up these sprouts that are like ten to forty times higher in uh, the various nutrients that cruciferous vegetables supply. And they're highly protective against cancer. Uh, we'll get into more detail Especially about raw. that. Very, very much so raw. And if you do cook or heat it up to 100 degrees, anything above that starts destroying the enzymes. Uh, and also combining the, the dim methane indole 3 carbonyl, the whole basis of block. Uh, the reason I created DHT block was because I realized that there was some sprouted extracts that make a huge difference. Uh, so those kids, and we have 50,000 young people who have gotten our, our, our program based on our, our best-selling book. Uh, where, where is it here? Acne Be Gone for Good. I thought it was up here on the table. No? Yeah, here it is. So with, with, with this... Uh, fantastic uh, approach to help kids clear up their acne uh, you can see the importance of of supplementation most of these young people over 50,000 young people accomplish the results with the supplements only and we're working to educate them also about the importance of plant-based oil-free rich in cruciferous vegetables and of course, you know that that's an ongoing whole education process, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that if we jump ahead uh, to this segment of the show, I, I, I think 
It's kind of exciting to share with you. Check out estroblock.com during this Labor Day holiday. It's Monday. <laughs> We've got viewers chiming in. If you have any questions, now's the time to jump in. This se next segment, we're jumping into Mike Tyson, his plant-based diet, some of the changes he's made. Not always for the good, but I'm open to the probabilities and the changes, at least within reason. And uh, some anti-aging concepts, you know, for the future. What do you do? And uh, the first question just popped up. Is brain fog real? Aaron, Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You know, I, <laughs> Absolutely. I, I have this cool show. Um, we're actually, uh, my mother, uh, Taylor, my mother... Uh, if you're dealing with brain fog, I, first thing I would recommend is that you get a delayed food allergy panel done. Get an IgG panel done and uh, see what, what might be triggering you and destroying your blood-brain barrier and your the barrier around your thyroid um, because both of those are going to cause low energy and uh, brain fog and mood changes, stuff stuff like that. Yes, that would be number one. But the quickest solution is you could be plant-based vegan, but if you're using olive oil and various oils in your cooking, or you eat, that say, at an well. Indian Absolutely. restaurant, within two to four hours, triglycerides will double, triple. They'll, anything above like 70, 80, 90, 100, I keep mine in that range, maybe 125. When they peak up over 200, 250, you know, we, we have a Colostec machine literally right here, and... We, as part of CLIA requirements, when we're doing the, the blood analysis, we, we actually do this, this test, and we put a cassette tape in there. In the middle of the day, we can test the blood morphology and, and actually see the, the, the condition of triglycerides. Now, that's a dry blood sample. I like to show a live blood for, for mm -hmm. better sake, but you can actually see the blood cells coating the blood cells, and when the red cells reach the brain, you reduce the oxygen to the brain by 30%, 3-0. And worse than that, you, you, you set up a stage that lasts for hours. So the first question I would ask is, are you using oils and fats, or are you getting your fats from whole walnut small amounts of nuts, seeds, a little bit of avocado. I had a guy come in from Mother's Market up around the corner years ago, and he had brain fog. He said, I don't understand it. I'm plant-based. I'm doing all the right things. I said, well, give me a 24-hour food recall. It's the first thing I always ask for when someone's Absolutely. having brain fog. And sure enough, he was eating eight eight avocados a day. Jeez. Oh, and yeah. they were large avocados. And yeah. it was kind of like Miley when she was talking about trying to eat uh, as many fats as I can and avocados thinking it was going to help her brain. You don't need that many people. You and, don't need that many at all. And worse, that could have been the cause of her Absolutely. brain issues and inflammation and things she's talking about. Not so much the inf inflammation, but when you reduce circulation to the brain and you don't get enough nitric oxide, which comes from beets, and you know we have a beet vitality product and, of course, encouraging the use of beets and so forth. So here, here's another one, Sean Baker has a fundraiser on carnivore diet. Yeah, I'm preparing to do a whole answer. I've been studying these carnivore guys, and I got to tell you, uh, uh, you may not want to hear what I'm going to say, but the one thing I will say about a carnivore diet is it eliminates all a other lot of foods, foods. A lot of food allergies. So some people are going to improve. Their inflammation is going to go away. Maybe their skin I, I condition. I could probably run into some benefits at first from all the lack of inflammation from eating nothing but one thing as long uh -huh. as I'm not allergic to it. Right? Yeah. There's there's this guy that uh, I want to say he he's on Ben Greenfield's podcast. Ben's 
a friend of mine, he and I went to uh, the Conor McGregor uh, Mayweather fight in Las Vegas together. We did a podcast together. But, but the point is that this whole idea of, you know, thinking that a carnivore diet is going to solve the problem when in reality uh, skin conditions, eczema and um, psoriasis and all these things, oftentimes it's low adrenal function and they're not paying attention to what we would call a proper elimination diet to find we like to add testing, ala test, delayed food allergy test to find out you know what's really going on with the individual. But this guy on the podcast, and I'll name him in the coming show, had do you know what his LDL cholesterol level was in, in following this 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 so-called carnivore diet? And by the way, he was already can't even imagine. He he his dad had died at age forty three. He's forty three years old. And he thought it was a little suspicious that his LDL cholesterol had gone from three hundred not total cholesterol, his LDL, 300, the bad cholesterol. Listen to where it's at now. 500 plus. His what? LDL. Have you ever seen a That's person insane. with a 500? And he's trying to pass it off. He said, well, I did a coronary calcium score, and, and it, it came up zero something. And, and then the other guy, uh, Dave Asprey, that's who it was, was saying, well, my cal coronary calcium score wasn't quite as good. It was 0. 0.6, but bragging how good it was. But Joel Furman talked about uh, how misleading a coronary calcium score is we, i have a person who's very overweight 260 pounds tendencies towards a lot of diabetic symptoms we're going to be testing him more putting him through nlp timeline therapy doing a lot of work with our coaching eligibility program with acceptance but the point is here's a guy that ate mostly plant-based his whole early 20 some years and his arteries were clean. So then he shifted over to a heavy meat diet, gained even more weight, and uses the excuse that I can eat a meat diet because, see, my coronary calcium score is clear. Well, that's calcification. That can take years to calcify the artery. What you really have to monitor is ongoing um, lipoproteins, HDL, LDL, triglyceride, cholesterol. He says, oh, but cholesterol is not important. Check my reply with Neil Bernard and the work that's been done on hundreds of, of cross-reference studies. But, of course, the meat and dairy industry doesn't want to hear this from you. And we did a recent show on that. Go ahead. What, what's the next says, question? I see a lot of people doing well on the carnivore diet on social media. I tried it myself. was kind of nasty, overly restrictive. I would be too nervous to do it long term. Just no science on it have a family history of high blood pressure and heart problems. And Ooh, another, another, family history? Yeah, another Gee. interesting part about it, too, is that uh, you know there's a lot to gain by the meat industry to promote those kinds of diets. So those, those people are getting all kinds of funding and, you know, and like free diets, you know, free food, that sort of thing. They're, they're getting uh, you know, a lot of uh, incentives to promote that. Absolutely. And then this limiting belief that you have to eat meat to be a good athlete or to build muscle. Uh, I think I was the most buffed ever after, you know, 43 years plant-based, you know, getting into my 50s and, and now, you know, my, my late 60s. And, I mean, you've seen the pictures of me. I mean, th this book, I don't, I don't know if you can even even see from from uh, that, that perspective here, but uh, maybe I'll just hold it up a little closer. I, I don't know. Sorry about the reflection there but <laughs> that's uh, actually huh the camera is right there right there yeah but i'm seeing <laughs> what you see on the screen right there see yeah yeah okay okay so you tell me that looks deficient 
I'm holding those dumbbells. That's just during the course of one of my monster workouts where I lift, curl, and press dumbbells at world record pace. And that's in uh, my mid-50s. By the way, Mike Tyson's coming out to fight, what, age 53, age 54 in November, coming up uh, 2020 here. This this picture was taken me of, I believe, uh, around leading up to my world record in, in uh, 2007, I believe. Okay. So uh, there's another picture of me more recently of very buff. I'm not bragging. I'm not trying to brag. I'm just trying to say I set an all-time world record well, with curl and press that's never been exceeded by keto, carnivore. Any athlete in the world has well, and, never and exceeded that. the thing is, too, is you're keeping, you know, same, same with me. I mean, we're upholding this level of, you know, physique and, uh, and uh, physical output while working, you know, a little, like, more than a full-time job. You know, we're... <laughs> Double. Yeah, it's like, you know, we're... we're uh, we're including holidays like yeah. Labor Day and weekends, yeah. we're, we're here. You know, we're doing we're doing our, our workout as accent work to keep a, a healthy lifestyle, and the you know all the other stuff is our perks of that. You know. Yeah. So if you take a look at he, he's asking something about stomach pain here, just just to take a look here. Okay. So uh, well, for one one person, uh, Shane White, aka uh, Big Daddy Hugs, says, "Great show, guys. Thanks for sharing the great knowledge. Our such great knowledge." And then uh, Taylor Marshall again. Uh, is replying and says, uh, true, one of the studies Baker referenced was actually funded by the beef industry. Wow. No, no surprise there. Yeah. And then his But next, I'm glad you brought it up. Thanks for yeah, the thanks heads up. For, yeah, appreciate it. And then uh, he says, I'm an ex-vegan, have stomach pain, seen a lot of doctors, no explanation, might get food allergy test. Um, as a person with Crohn's who uh, really ran out of answers before I met Nick, and that was one of the things he you know, steered me towards, I would say if you have any kind of gastrointestinal issues or depression or joint pain or muscle pain or skin issues or migraines, um, that's, that test is absolutely worth its weight in gold. And by the way, it's on our website. If they go yeah. to DelgadoProtocol.com and, and click on testing, we have a couple different websites now. But and they're the all IgG being re-advised. Yeah, the out yeah. test, IgG test. That yeah. test is worth its weight in gold. Um, and here, know, cannot here, recommend it And enough. here's a shout-out for Dr. John McDougall. This book, McDougall Program, 12 Days to Dynamic Health, uh, John McDougall, long-standing plant-based whole food uh advocate, a medical doctor, uh, had me speak on his stage a few years ago about the myths about protein. And he told me personally, and in the last interview I did with him, which I think he said is the last interview he'll ever do, but he said that it was the best talk he's ever heard in his life. The hmm. owner of Whole Foods was in the audience. And he said he liked the talk. He just didn't like my personality because I'm aggressive and I, I, I have a passion. You've toned it down a little bit in recent years. You, your bravado was very strong at that, that point talk? in time. It yeah. was. It was. It was. At that a, point in time, it was aggressive. Was, uh, I have to mention too. I that was when you used to. That was, that was when the grunting happened from time to time. I, and and I, I don't. I don't metabolize caffeine very well. That's what it was. And I took literally a third of a capsule of Lean and Fit, which has guarana. And it was like, uh oh, you know, it was like. I'm so glad you I don't play I, with that anymore. I didn't need that, except if I'm I'm in a, a championship competition lifting. Oh yeah, that'd be I'll perfect for it, some. Yeah, yeah, because I want to kick butt on, <laughs> on some guys that you know are a little arrogant and they think oh, I'm going to beat this old guy. I never forgot I was at the at the world championships, you know, with my son Nicholas, and we were going to London to represent Team USA. And they said, "Hey, old man, you're here to watch your son compete." I said, "No, I'm here to beat you." And the guy looked at me, and he, you know, he kind of, you know, checked me out and stuff. I'm a short, small, you know, old guy, you know. And here's this 
stalking, huge, muscular guy. And later I beat him, and, and I beat everyone except for I took number two in the whole world. And the one guy that beat me was by a few lifts. And uh, long story, but he, the one guy came up to me and said, Holy, he said, I don't know where you get that energy and strength and power. He goes, you must be twice my age. He goes, you're, you're smaller than me. You're, you're, you're basically what you told me is a scientist. You're not even a full-time athlete, and you, you literally kick the butt of most of the top guys in the world. But I'm giving this shout-out because John McDougal has an elimination diet. So even if you don't do the testing, I recreated the elimination diet. You, you might have to search for this book, Mastering the powers of your inner health and i talk about the elimination diet and how to go about it and there's a nice chapter in there and i make it so simple but if you combine that with the current science of ala testing i mean you're you're going to get some really great answers and and this is a book that was written by one of my colleagues uh your hidden food hours are making you fat and uh this is uh with uh, rudy rivera and uh, they do the alicat test, which is similar with the white blood cell that, test. That underlying inflammation and what it can do to your inability to, you know, get rid of fat as well as heal is kind of amazing. It's 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 really, I think, understated by most people who talk about it. I, I think everyone should understand inflammation, your diet, your food, your sleep, your outdoor sun, and. Like I was, I was getting some turmeric, you know, because I, I have turmeric in, in a product, Live Detox and Liver Excel, and I bought a turmeric drink with probiotics, and it was like, I said, you know, how much turmeric should I should I take? Well, enough to reduce inflammation. I said, I don't know what inflammation is. I don't have any inflammation in my body. Lucky you. And and, and the sure. interesting thing is, I know, <laughs> I'm going to be doing a series of tests with uh, IL, uh, you know, uh, the inflammatory markers and that's going to be added to our panel because i need to measure i've had it done a long time ago i, I can't find that lab test result but I, as we age inflammation is correlated with premature aging it's highly important not just with oh, chronic yeah. diseases well, but it's with like aging uh, itself. oxidation or like the, what we think of as aging is basically just uh it's like rampant unhealed inflammation like inflammation oxidative stress they're real similar aren't they Absolutely. So let's let's jump into an incredible interview. Oh, do you want to? St there's a couple more questions beforehand. If you want to do those before. Okay, we're going to jump into Mike Tyson, but okay. let's let's answer the questions. What are they? Let's, okay. Let's see so, what we um, got. well, this person says. Uh, actually, I guess they're more statements. So never mind. But uh, okay, go this ahead. This person said, "I had my appendix out and had a genetic condition called Meckel's diver diverculum, or di diverticulum. Um, surgeon doesn't want to perform on me." And then they said, I've tried By the way, uh, he had a, 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 a appendectomy? He did have it or had an I, uh, appendicitis? I'm not, I'm not sure. He's, because uh, I had uh, an appendectomy he did have it taken out. from eating animal food w when I was in my uh, early 20s. And they, they, you know, it was one of the only surgeries I ever had. And Interesting. They, it was the most severe pain I've ever had. I thought, you know, okay, they're going to do surgery. And I said, I well. I know that. Yeah, and they said take. I said take it out if it's going to get rid of the pain, and they did. And later, I found out from Dennis Burkett in these incredible books that it's all related to lack of fiber. I'm looking for this particular book if I can find it. But yeah, uh, and, and I wouldn't have even needed that surgery. So maybe this individual could could be solved. And by the way, this is another book by Dr. James Anderson, um, and and this book is called Diabetes: A Practical New Guide to Healthy Living, which really bugs me. This Jason Fong guy. Uh, an endocrinologist running around saying that insulin's related to, and you got to go on a keto diet and all this. Crazy. We've seen uh, we've seen people on the on as strict of keto diets as possible with a fat with fasted blood sugar levels of one ninety. 
198. Um, it's yeah, it's not <laughs> not the case. And then uh, another the same person says I've tried. A, I'm guessing it's low food map. It says FODMAP, but low food map somewhat was hard getting the amount of calories it and didn't notice much of a difference. Well, yeah, if that's I'd say that's the number one issue with plant-based people, right? Is they don't they don't uh, factor in how low calorie a lot of the foods are, and they eat portion sizes similar to what they were eating before they went plant-based. Well, I don't understand. What do you mean by low low food I'm, I, I'm, th I'm guessing they're talking about low glycemic foods or like you know, low – I'm not sure. Yeah, please clarify, Taylor. I'd like to know, know exactly what you're talking about instead of guessing. Yeah, I think I've been listening to a lot of these because I'm planning to do all these replies of the shows and there's something about the map and things. I think I think that's what they're referring to. But, yeah, okay. let, let's definitely jump into yeah, – definitely. You know, I got to say this this segment is really exciting to me because you know what? My dad, Tyson's the man. One of the few things that I love about my dad. My dad, I have to personally say was an alcoholic, you know, it you know, his dad was an alcoholic. Uh, he was a functional alcoholic. So was the cortisol issues that just never got it addressed. All, it all makes sense to me now. Now and I see it in, you know, some of my offspring and stuff with low cortisol and to have this natural solution that works so well, I live it and breathe it in my new book, Blood Doesn't Lie. I went into great depth of how this may very well be the solution for this this horrific um, lockdown. I guess I shouldn't even use that word, but we'll talk about the relationship to the virus. But, you know, all that being said, Muhammad Ali, George Foreman, Frazier... Sonny Liston. I mean, I, I watched all the greats. And then came along Mike Tyson. And uh, here he is. He went plant-based. But I, I want you to kind of catch up on what he has to say. And about my weight. And so, um, <clears throat> I don't know. I guess I tried on some clothing. It was disastrous. And so, I was worried about my weight. And she told me the 15-minute route. And it went two hours a day. And, um... I just started losing weight, and then um, somebody, my brother-in-law, said, "Hey, Mike, man, I know you're not gonna win, but somebody said, would you fight this guy for like forty million, thirty million bucks?" I said, "Man, get the f I said, whoa!" I said, "Oh, that's something." Ding! I was just even <laughs> get the fuck. I said, "Whoa!" And I said, like, "Well, who would they like me to fight?" And he said, "One minute," and he called. Then it's Bob Sapp. I said, "Okay," and so I'm saying to myself, "Well, I know Bob," and I said, "Ho." Oh. Because I know Bob is big and strong. I said, ho, one minute. How would they like me to fight him? Can I fight him under the Marcus of Queensberry rules? And he said, one minute, Mike. He asked the guy. The guy said, yes. I said, I'll fight him. Right? And So, so um, Bob Sapp was the first one that was brought up. Yeah. And so once so for people who don't know Bob Sapp, Bob Sapp was a giant fighter in pride. Yeah. At one time, he was like 375 pounds. He was solid fighting all muscle. the kickboxers. Solid muscle. And, with abs. Uh, yes, incredible, right? And um, it went from him to somebody else, and another guy, and an MMA, then this guy, and then somehow, no, some other fighters, Vanda, then it went from, who else? It was another heavyweight champ. It was just a bunch of guys up there in fight, and next thing you know, it came down to Roy. And I said, how did this? And I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going on. And then he signed the contract. I signed the contract. Next thing you know, I'm in the gym again. And it's disastrous. I'm trying to get in the shape. I'm saying, did I really do this shit? Oh. You know, you, you would probably know because if you... Getting in shape and getting conditioned, they're two different animals. They yeah. don't even be be right. belong in the same 
workout the, right. the vision of working out like right? getting in shape is just being kind of fit yes but- this is pretty exciting i mean he, he's going through this this incredible like challenger type situation of 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 who he he mentioned bob sap and actually that, that's somehow one fighter that I either skipped he's over ba- or He's missed. from back in the pride days. And, and he, uh, he unfortunately was one of those guys who was... Uh, Is he a UFC fighter? No, pride. Pride FC. Back like when pride and, and UFC were challengers to each other. It was like the OG, OG organization. Um, yeah, roids were allowed. Um, you know, there was, yeah, <laughs> Is that, was, that him? Uh, yeah, he, and uh, he was interesting. He was like really ferocious and scary sometimes. And then he was like a, a daisy ready oh to be blown apart. Gosh, how big he is! Yeah, giant. He's a uh, he's Warren Sapp, the old uh, Raiders de- defensive lineman brother. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh! Yeah, he was such a physical specimen. He didn't need much technique. But <laughs> he was uh, he was loved by the Japanese. He was like a real life Godzilla. Yeah, I forgot he beat uh, Ernesto Luis. He's a great. You, oh my gosh! You, you got to figure a guy like Tyson. He's fearless to even think of fighting a beast, a beast like that. I mean, God, what's it feel like when you're getting in, in, into the ring? I mean, you, you're a jujitsu man. You, you've yeah, taken on for quite a t- for quite a while too. You've taken on a few big guys, yeah. Well, most of my most of my students are like Nicholas's size or around that. Two hundred sixty. I for some reason have the two fifty, two forty, two. I've got a like a probably eight or ten students who are all around that size who all. Because big guys in jiu-jitsu are kind of hard to come by, and okay. big instructors who are willing to roll with them all the time are, are hard to come by. Um, so they all just kind of kept gravitating to me and to the, our training group, and they kept becoming training partners and enjoying each other more. And so, that yeah, it turned into sometimes I'd get like 10-man round robins where they'd all try to tap coach, and it was just ridiculous. Oh, that's crazy. Let's go back to, 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 to the big mic here. I'm not sure if this is the segment. Here, let me just jump ahead. Uh, I might have to go backwards here, but l- l- let's just see. Therapy type shit. Cryo, um, stem cell research and mm-hmm. therapy and some other interesting stuff that I just don't know. And it's just beautiful stuff. Like what kind of stuff? <sighs> I don't know. Hyperbaric chambers and just everything. Everything. Oh, everything to help you recover. Shout out. It's really that. interesting. It is it. Well, I saw you when you walked in today. I was like, God damn, you look good. You look good, dude. Hey, like your muscles look good. You look like you're vascular. You look fit. And that's um. And I'm starting to feel fit. That's what's interesting. I'm starting to know what they're doing stuff. Like I think I'm in shape, and then the next thing you know, you think you're in shape, and then you start having like um, Ralphie start throwing punches at me. It's like he'll fight, and I can't punch back when I gotta avoid. And then two rounds go by, and he said, "Whoa, I'm not in shape. I'm hitting the bag. Six rounds, I'm doing this. Three, five rounds, six rounds, I'm jumping rope. And then I do two rounds with somebody. It's a whole different psychological mm. preparation. And woo! How much? How, how much time has gone since you first started exercising? Like when did it? When did it start? 
So here we are with like August 23rd or something like that? 22nd. 22nd? All right. When did, when did it start? It had to start um, something like April. April. So March, something like in that. In the middle of the lockdown. Yeah. So you just just started just training. And now here you are five months later, four months later. How, how far away do you think you are to being in like fighting shape? Oh, fighting shape when the time comes, like by um, November 28th, yeah. That's when you'll be ready. Exactly. November 28th. Looking forward to that. Oh, wow. I, I heard it got postponed, but I hope it, I hope that's not the case. I hope it's... Uh, oh, well, this is new, right? This is yeah, brand new, so yeah, never mind. Uh, three, that is the three, postponed three days date. days ago, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Heck yeah. Yeah, so let, let's jump ahead here. I think... That, did I jump ahead? Hold, hold on. I want to make sure that we're hitting the right right segment here fit that's what's interesting so i know what they doing stuff like i think i'm in shape and then the Great next thing you know okay you think you're in shape and then you start Ooh, having like um ralphie start throwing punches at okay yeah we saw that here we go and i'll do that probably 200 times on both sides and um i just um grab a bite you know i may have some i'm eating meat for this i may have some eggs instead of not eating eggs you were all. a vegan for a while right yeah. how long were you a vegan for pretty well, a couple of years for a couple of years yeah five years when did it stop five years he was vegan mm -hmm. he first said a couple years then he said five years and then he said i he, he's going to lead into but he said how long ago you know were you and it was like this is all very recent he he's been vegan up until now and now he's starting to add some animal product to his diet. And later he says it's because of his blood type. So someone's giving oh, him yeah, some, yeah, some yeah. I hate I hate when people talk about blood type yeah, dieting. Yeah, it's too bad because they're getting him some misinformation. He, I'm told he lives in Newport Beach. Maybe someone can send the show over to him and, and get us in touch with him and help him out. But, but here, here we go. Let's go a little bit further here. Stop. When did you stop doing that? I don't know, not too long ago. So did you stop because of the training, or did you stop before that? Yeah, I did stop reading because of the training. It was yeah. because of what I wanted my body to look like and the strength that I wanted to possess. So you started eating meat, red meat, everything? No, no, again? no. No red meat? Red, but only um, elk and bison. Oh, red uh, meat. That's duck. red meat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wild stuff. You eating elk and bite? Dude, I want to give you some of my elk. Yeah, see, really? Would you please? Fuck would yeah. Would you please, man? hundred percent. Did you kill it? Yes. Yeah, I would like yes. for you to do that. I'll give you some from that elk right there. Yeah, that would be so awesome. Fuck yeah. That would be so awesome, I have brother. three commercial freezers in the back. Yeah. I would love that. Would yeah, you know, the problem is, I have to admit, uh, when they're talking about this stuff, um, I, I was a heavy, heavy meat eater. Heavy. I mean, most of my life, because, you know, I thought avoid sugar, avoid salt. I had high blood pressure. I ended up having a stroke when I was 22. Unfortunately, I went completely plant-based, you know, from that point on. But when I hear them talking about that, just because the society the way it is and all these carnivore people, it's like for a moment your mind goes, oh, okay, I'll try it out. I already went through that experiment. 2015... I went to an animal-based, like, almost like a, I guess, paleo, keto type thing for about six months because I had a live-in cook, and I ended up buying a separate refrigerator. My, my cholesterol shot up. I gained weight. I felt horrible. And you know the one thing they do tell you with these, these, these carnivore diets? 
and the keto diets particularly, you have to limit your calories. They don't say, you know, when you really get down into Peter Atia, MD, and I've got this whole show uh, feedback I'm doing and carnivore, when you really listen, they've narrowed the window of fasting because you can't, you can only eat, you know, they're saying for four hours or six hours a day because you're eating too much meat. And that's so much calories, and you're clogging your arteries, and there's no no fiber. But one thing I do I do like not that I think I I wonder sometimes like I wonder if that's healthy, you know? Because you know of you, course. you you always go there. Um, the one thing I do wonder about is what about like uh, wild elk things along those well, lines when they're eating and like specifically when they're eating like herbs and eating you know eating the different shrubbery that's all filled with the polyphenols and the different plant compounds and essential oils and that kind of thing from that area you know it does make me wonder like but that's about the only way i could ever see there being any possibility right everything else has been for sure proven to not be the case well okay don't forget though the short term maybe the long term what will actually happen to your arteries, your uh, cholesterol? Yeah, that's, 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 you know, the, that's the real thing that's going to kill you at the end of the line anyways, It's right? the number one killer in the world. Yeah. In the U.S. for sure. And if you're going to go animal-based diet, and, and no, they call it nose-to-nose. Is, is there nose. lower cholesterol in things that are more athletic and wild-raised no. and that sort of thing? No. No. It doesn't change? No. It, it's permeated through the lean meat as much or more. In fact, in fact, tuna packed in water has uh, more uh, more cholesterol than red meat, and red meat itself, it's fatty, it's more marbled, but that's fat. That's separate from cholesterol. Cholesterol's in the flesh. Mm. So the more lean, the more likely you're getting more cholesterol. Interesting. So don't forget, the number one killer is cholesterol, followed by stacked on with triglycerides and protein, and then sugar in in, in that order. You know, separated oils. If I if I made that clear, triglycerides, oil, and, like and saturated so, fat. Yeah. Sort of so Lou Ferrigno, he he's saying he he did a, a diet plan for IBS triggers. Uh, I'm not familiar with the university. Uh, what, what is that? Monash uh, University. By the way, do, do you know one of the great? I I kind of a I'm a historian of uh, of bodybuilders, and. Lee Haney, what did he uh, win? I'm not familiar with that. Eight Mr. Olympiads. I have his book downstairs, uh, Fit at Any at any Age. Mm. And he eats 500 grams a day of complex carbohydrates, which most of the keto people say, oh, my God, 500 grams? When I get that, I feel good. Like when I, when yes. I get adequate carbohydrate levels, especially, like you said, of complex, you know, quality carbs, you feel you, you just – Feel your energy, everything just perk up. You know, you feel like you're ready to attack the day. But see, in your case, and it's asked about uh, Crohn's and so forth, you have a double responsibility. A, you have to manage the adrenals, the glandulars, the cortisol, because that's the front line of defense and the immune system. Plus, you have to know the delayed food allergies. That's why I Absolutely. showed you that book, Mental Illness. You, you should get that book, and oh, Nutrition. It's uh, on my okay, shelf yeah, yeah. somewhere. I, oh, I, nutrition and Mental I showed, Illness. Yeah, 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 I showed that you that picture. But, but the point is, they map out how certain foods trigger certain abnormal white blood cell activity. And it, you know, it, 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 and there might be something to what Dr. Anil uh, Batsniff states that certain people, certain regions of the world, they, their genetics have been accustomed to certain foods, maybe more so than other, uh, other regions. But I the do other, really well with potatoes. Yeah. And you're from a region of? Yeah, like Irish, Scottish, and a little bit of German. Yeah. So think about it. Your other responsibility is to 
do a reverse food elimination based on testing and based on monitoring. I, I tested too. Yeah. yeah. All that is, is critical. But going back to the top bodybuilder in the world who never had to use diuretics, he didn't have to fast before his bodybuilding comp competitions, Lee Haney, whereas you see all the other bodybuilders, they're, they're diuretics, they're, they're fasting, they're starving. And Arnold's gone plant-based. He said, Absolutely. look, in the early day, now he's, I would say, he, in his words, mostly plant-based. Um, yeah. Taylor Marshall's asking, also, sorry, which test did you suggest? The food allergy test? My surgeon wanted me to do a 24-hour urine test. Uh, definitely recommend the 24-hour urine test. That's a great... But that's for hormones. That's for He's hormones. Yeah, totally, totally different reason, but Ryan, I re recommend Ryan, that just to get in. Ryan Consulting yeah. or uh, Meridian Labs, Jonathan Wright's Labs, they do the same identical test. Great test. Uh, and then the, 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 the allergy test that we recommend is from Alatest Labs. Uh, it's on our website at DelgadoProtocol.com if, like if you'd like to order it. Um, but that, that one tests your blood against 184 different foods and then gives you a rating between 0 and 4 as to how reactive your white blood cells are to those foods. Yeah, I, I'm just pulling up just for the sake so you can scroll down. The whole website's being revamped this week and next week. But if you look for um, – here, I'll, I'll just take you to this. If you, if you look for uh, uh, DelgadoProtocol.com, then where it says Shop, go down to Test Kits, and you click on Test Kits – and you can see here, yeah, there we are. Okay, so scroll down. This is 11 hormone panel. That's the 24-hour urine test we mentioned out, Ryan Consulting. Cortisol, very important, a four-point cortisol with the Huge. other hormones I think Huge. should be done. And that cortisol, that includes, why does it just say cortisol? It's all the hormones with cortisol, isn't it, uh, for that panel? Uh, we need to re 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 write it on there but that's a uh, that one's the lower price and it's 217 to get all the all okay. 11 key so, hormones so it's only an extra point. 24 bucks or something but here here it is that's a that's the kmbo one though yeah i know we show K, kbmo, KBMO. Is, is virtually identical to uh and there's a little video about it to to the ala test so they're interchangeable Okay. Just one does a few more tests. And it says 184. Someone, yeah, so, yeah, someone needs to change the top. This is 132. It's actually 184. Get, get on our tech yeah. about that. Well, yeah, this has been forever, and there's no... Well, the, the new website is launching in about a, in a couple of days, so that's I know. a... You know, I know. But, gotcha. but, yeah, just so you guys know, it is 184 different foods. Yeah, and then there's blood blood mail panel. Uh, I like the blood draw male you know hormone panel and there's a female panel because it's all about hormones ultimately you really need to know your hormones if you're going to get in shape reduce inflammation control these and manage these problems right so so let's go back to let's see number 24 i'm going to get rid of number three i'm going to get in a, in a, in that one here <laughs> we go okay so we did that one okay i think this is the one we're in the middle of i think yeah this one right here here we go so let's go hey um what does it mean um, when fighting gets you, gets you erect? What does that mean? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> means you're getting excited. Yeah. So that that's going through your mind right now. Well, that's how I get when I was a kid, and I, you know, sometimes it's, I get the twinkle. The twinkle. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like you reached a state as a human being, as a champion, as a ferocious fighter. You reached a state of of ability and of accomplishment that very few humans will ever, ever touch and feel. That's why I'm asking you when you're running, when you're hitting the bag, when that heart's beating again and you know who you are. You're Mike motherfucking Tyson. So when you're doing all this shit again, you're still Mike Tyson. Those thoughts have got to be burning inside you again. It's got to be pretty wild. 
I don't know. It's um. <laughs> I don't know. It's wild, but um, I believe it's um, it's rightfully so to be that way, and I just know how to. Um, I don't think I I mastered, but I just know how to deal with it. I don't let it overwhelm me. No, well, of course. So it's interesting to have that conversation with Mike Tyson. He's talking about like almost a sexual experience when when he's in his peak fighting. But don't forget, let's just say that it's likely that he's using some kind of enhancement, if you will. And I don't know that this is a sanctioned fight that requires hormone or drug testing. But whenever you're optimizing hormones, particularly with testosterone and pellets and so forth, they use synthetics and stuff. But, I mean, obviously your sex drive goes through the roof. Libido goes through the roof. Erectile function the need to mount a female, if you will, I'll use those words, um, increase libido or drive. But that's, you know, part of my book, Mastering Love, Sex, and Intimacy, because the longest-lived people in the world have a strong sex drive, high libido. So your experience with optimizing hormones, right? Don't you feel a stronger sex drive with it? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I'd say, I'd say uh, oddly enough, sleep is actually probably the biggest thing for, for, for me with that. Completely if, agree. If I if I get a full night's sleep, I wake up the next morning like ready to go. Along though with optimized herbs that Absolutely. release free testosterone, uh, the new testogenin yeah. cream. You know these things all come together, and then you don't necessarily have to use injectable. These guys but all use none injectable. of those will make up for sleep. Like if you're doing all of that, you'll yeah. feel all the benefits, and then but if you mess up on your sleep while you're doing all that, it's like. Okay, well, I might, I almost might as well be doing it for nothing, like almost. Yeah, yeah. Just because how bad you if, can get. If you, if you add though PT one forty one, and I go to all these peptides and things that are in the book, the new book, Mastering Love, Sex, and Intimacy, and it, it gets into great detail about that. But the other thing that that's interesting is, you know, that sexual aggression can translate into physical, you know, fighting aggression as well, mm-hmm. right? For sure. Yeah. So. Let's just jump ahead. What, what else? Interesting things with uh, the man. That has lost it. That's just trying to compete. It's like watching an old fighter regain those old skills. Like, you look great, man. That's hey, what's crazy um, about it. I'm just going to work on this and work off it and keep working on it and see where this goes. It's so exciting. I love it. I listen, love it. Listen, when I announced the... Uh, listen, this is um Johnny Ryan, the guy that works with us in Arrows and stuff. When we announced the fights, he got um, we got in 2.5 billion hits. <laughs> I'm serious. I believe it. I believe it. No, this is going to be a huge fight. I mean, this fight is probably going to be one of the biggest fights of all time in terms of pay per view, in terms of people buying it and watching it. In ter- there it is. And in terms of great video, in terms of, of helping people as well. Of uh, Roy and you uh, training together, there's a, a compilation. It looks like somebody speeded my goddamn film. My mother-in-law said they speed that up, and my wife said they. I said no, I think they did not. That's that's um, the electrician. Oh, the uh, the the electrical muscular stimulation shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, it it doesn't look like it's sped up. It looks like you still have the speed. That's what it looks like. That's what's so exciting about it. With a King's MMA shirt on. Yeah. (laughs) So exciting. It's so exciting, man. It really is. I, I'm uh, I'm 100% into this, and I, I can't wait for the fight to go down. It's going to be November 18th now, right? Um, I believe that's 28th, it. 28th. 28th. 20- yeah, I mean, what did he say? A, a, a billion views? Is, is that crazy or what? Insane. 
That's yeah. insane. Yeah, that's that's unbelievable. That just shows his, how much star power he still has. Yeah. Yeah. While he's getting ready to do this, I talked to Jamie as periodically all, all the time. We don't even talk about the film. Really? <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about it. Now he's getting bulked up too. He's getting jacked. He looks huge. I just wait till he finishes. When is this supposed to take place? Hey, whenever know? he's ready, I guess. Oh, wow. He's talking about Jamie Foxx is going to play oh, the life yeah, yeah. Of, of Mike Tyson. Wow, that's wild. So when, when he gets ready to do it, is he going to hang out with you and try to take on your mannerisms? Or Well, he's known me for quite a long time, so he knows my mannerism. He's not going to... If I, if I died, he can do me. Right, right. Pretty much, you know, so he wouldn't have to be around me. Do you want to help him? You want to give him any pointers whatever or anything? He wants, whatever help and what um, areas and what direction he needs me to help him in. Yeah. That's a, it's a if great. I'm capable of doing it, yeah. If you're going to. Yeah, let's jump ahead here. With this new chapter of your life, you've just completely changed who you are. You went from pot smoking Mike Tyson, who's running Tyson Ranch, who's this real nice guy to hang around with, doing hot boxing with Mike Tyson, fun to be with, everything's great, and all of a sudden, whoop, you shift right back, back into Mike Tyson, the murderer again. Well, it's just that, um, as I said earlier today, if we knew who we were, we'd be very limited. You know, we don't know who we are. We don't know. You don't know what you might do tomorrow when you wake up. It's true. You might. Are you married? Yeah. Well, listen, you might get married again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you might go know. crazy. Yeah, exactly. Might take out a new you job. Never know. Yeah. You never know. Well, that's one of the exciting things about life, right? I mean, this has to be an exciting time for you to make this big switch. Yeah, think about that too. But I think about a lot. I think about a lot. Like you know, I'm 54, and that um, I'm not going to be here much longer. And if, when I go, I'm going to see my wife and kids again, the friends that I loved all my life. I'm never going to see them again. I start thinking about that. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, when we think about it, I was this guy's, this guy's book. What does it say? Every one beat away from internal our internal journey. I some guy sent me that book. And I said, wow, this is pretty cool. Because it's true. We're only one heartbeat away from dying. Yeah. yeah that's pretty heavy. He's, he's getting into the whole conversation about death and life. And, y you know, if you lived your life every day knowing you're going to die at some point. And, you know, look, uh, you're, you're what age now? 30. 30, yeah. And so, uh, you know, me being uh, past six, approaching 66. So twice, twice, you know, the time twice on the planet. Twice and and you, you think about it, we, we all go through life changes. It's interesting, too. The other thing that Mike Tyson did in his early days when he was like 15 years old and stuff, he was preparing by studying the conquerors, the greatest Alexander the Great, Napoleon. Uh, here, I, I don't know if this is the section here. I just wanted to play this last thing here. He said, what is wrong? Because the guy really loved them. He said, what is wrong? He said, these people took my wife. He said, don't worry, I got many a wife. What are you worrying about that one wife? But I really loved her because he really loved her. And so the guy said, listen, I'm going to help you get your wife back, but you don't ever tell nobody that we raided this city because of a woman, okay? And so he went back, and the guy got his wife back. And so the guy allowed Timogen to be number two because he loved them so much. But he got jealous because the men started favoring Genghis because Genghis would let them raid everything and said keep it all Genghis he wouldn't take nothing. keep it all let the men have it all and they all started looking up to him and following him and then the other guy got jealous and eventually Genghis had to kill him but he said he wanted Genghis didn't want to do it but he said you have to kill me 
And so Genghis killed him, but you want to go, but he said, I'm, you're not going to spill any blood, so he crushed him in the rocks. So he went, no blood, no cuts, or nothing like that. But that was his best friend, and after he died, that's how Genghis had the reputation. So you followed him, you, you paid attention to him, you, you, you read a bunch of yeah, shit about and, uh, him. I named my dog after his favorite wife, Paley. Oh, wow. <laughs> so Mike Tyson studied virtually all the great conquerors to get into that mindset, you know, because isn't fighting about mindset? Almost all of it. Yeah, it's mindset and technical no no knowledge for sure. Wow, you say almost all of it. So, oh, yeah, without so a doubt. Do you think there's times where some doubt crosses your mind? I mean, you can't allow that to happen entering into a, a tournament or a fight. Oh, if it does, especially in moments. Like, so if you're doing jiu-jitsu and you're someone trying to pass your guard and in the middle of them passing or attempting to pass your guard, if you start having, you know, worry about what will happen when they do or what will happen if, you know, like if if they're successful um it completely locks up your technical like you know your step-by-step -step processing and how you attack the, the the situation you need to have a certain level of confidence and understanding that you have the ability and have the know-how to solve the problem that's in front of you no matter what if you don't have that you're gonna run into some issues for sure so how how important is coaching Tyson, during this whole more than two-hour interview, gets into rather lengthy discussions about having the best coaches in the world. I mean, arguably, Floyd Patterson uh, had a coach that went on to find Mike Tyson, and Floyd Patterson was a great heavyweight champion as well, but Mike Tyson turned out to be an even better champion for this particular coach, and he talks about the couple different coaches that influenced his life, and so... For you, seeking out great coaches in health and in life, what what do you do? How do you go about selecting a coach? And why is that important to people to select the right coach? Um, I mean, your coach is, is the person who is going to pass down the, the knowledge based off of what they see the problems they see you running into, right? So you need to have somebody who, you know, has a knowledge base that's that's greater than yours, a knowledge base that's focused in the areas that you want to excel. Um, and you need to have a coach who's willing to take the time and, uh, you know, and put some focus on you and troubleshoot with you and uh, and, and broaden your understanding. And if you, yeah, it, it, it's absolutely necessary. If you don't have... Um, you know, someone willing to, you know, impart that on you, then basically your only other choice is to um, learn through trial and error and mistake. And you only have so much time and so many resources <laughs> and to so do that with. so much pain to suffer Absolutely, through. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and so it's much better to stand on the shoulders of great men than it is to, uh, you know, do it all yourself and get as far as the knowledge of one man's lifetime and one man's ability to make mistakes can take you. Yeah, and, and I never realized, I mean, I hear Ty Lopez talking about a lot about this on social media, and there's this famous video where he's showing his uh, Lamborghini in his garage, and he points to all these books on the shelf, and he says, this is how I've accomplished all success in my life. He talks about Warren Buffett, the, one of the wealthiest men in the world, reading a, a, a book literally every day or every other day, going through, through books. And I, I always felt that there was an answer somewhere in the books, and unfortunately, with the internet now, there's so much filtering and 
I hate to say it, but censorship. And so much fluff out there to distract you with. Yeah. Whereas every book I ever collected, I read through, I studied, I outlined, and went to the medical journals and medical libraries and just studied and studied. And, you know, sometimes it took me years to find a solution to a problem that, you know, some people say, well, how come your coaching fee is, you know, more than seeing a, a medical doctor? And I'm like, well, find a doctor who has the coaching experience, the learning, the cross-knowledge in all these different fields, and I'd like to train with that doctor as well or that coach because you really do best when you have more than one coach, but you become the culmination of those of those coaches, coaches and teachers. Tony Robbins taught me this working with him, and he would bring in the best coaches in the world, and he thought of me as one of them as well. So I think that when you're looking at the confusing field of nutrition, the lack of consistent acknowledgement with hormones and stem cells and chromosomes and bioidentical you know uses in terms of natural methods and not potentially dangerous ones that are fraught with side effects it's almost as important to know what can go wrong and i read about some of these other therapies and things so you know i think at this stage you know the longest lived people in the world you know you kind of check it out and I wish Mike Tyson well because uh, he's had a colorful career. You know, he hasn't always been um, the most outstanding role model. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they talk openly about drugs and medications. I wonder what his adrenal function is like. And I was it, probably pretty torn. And I, aren't, I, from what I understand, there's also hormonal issues that come from being hit in the head repeatedly, right? There's um, is it pituitary gland, I think, is, is the one that gets, gets messed up from consistent impacts to the brain yeah i think james tony the boxer had hormone levels of like a 70 year old man in his 40s because he got hit in the head so many times yeah and daniel amon's been doing a lot of spec scans of the brain and measuring um and mike mike tyson's one of them i'm, I'm looking he, forward to reading that book that's a very interesting he, he's book actually just from the scanning uh, i've done of yeah it. he's actually uh reviewed um a lot of famous athletes and things but you know it's interesting that just a, a brief final a segment here just talking about the oldest people in the world i'd like to study these long-lived people and there's one thing they have in scientific common. data the average human life expectancy is 79 years on the one hand that's a lot on the other we all want to live a very long life <laughs> that's it huh 79 <laughs> However, do not forget that even 30 to 40 years ago, the average life expectancy of a man was only 61 years. In the 18th century, people were lucky if they lived to be 33. As for the Neolithic times, people almost never lived beyond 21 years. The latest advances in medicine and technology have allowed us to bring our living standards to a whole new level. However, there are people on the planet who have discovered the secret of longevity on their own, and today we will tell you about them. Let's get it on. There's a lot of skewing in those facts. Dimitri Comanescu. Although our first hero is the youngest in our list for today, he is nevertheless one of the oldest men on the planet. To be precise, he is the third oldest living man in the world. Dimitri Comanescu lives in Romania, and on November 8th, he will hopefully celebrate his 112th birthday. What's the secret of his long life? There are several factors. Dimitri claims the secret is simple. <laughs> 
be a loving, caring family man. His neighbors believe that his secret lies in a diet, which consists of large amounts of homemade milk and... So, you know, each person has their whole thing, and uh, I think a lot of the people have love and laughter and mindset huge. I think and that's purpose. the most important part. They, they bring that up constantly. Exercise, outdoor activity. Uh, I, I think that, you know, each one of us has to kind of come around full circle and, and see, you know, what we can do with our life. And look at the number of people who die just after retiring, you know, just oh. like they retire, they, 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 they relax and decide they don't have a purpose anymore. And it's like the next year they're gone. Exactly. Honey. In addition, the village where Dimitri lives is located about 100 kilometers from Bucharest. There are no factories, few cars, so clean rural air must be another reason why the 111-year-old man is alive and quite healthy. <laughs> Chitetsu Watanabe we have to say right away, not all the people we're about to show you are still alive. There's something sad about this, but after all, we are talking about old people who are grateful for every new day. Chitetsu Watanabe was born in 1907 in the ordinary Japanese village. First, the man decided to follow in the footsteps of his parents and become a farmer, so he graduated from an agricultural school. Then he went to Taiwan to work for a sugarcane plant. Having survived the Second World War, Chitetsu decided to return to his homeland and got a job as a civil servant. After retiring, the old man became interested in the art of bonsai and grew vegetables. When people ask him how to live long, the man answered, you just need to smile more often, never be angry, and quickly forget all the bad stuff. On February 12th of this year, the Guinness Book of Records called Chitetsu Watanabe the oldest living man in the world, and on February 23rd, he unfortunately passed away. It was just 11 days before his 113th birthday. Richard Overton. My name is Richard Arvin Overton. If you get to know this person better, there won't be any questions how he managed to live to 112 years. During his lifetime, Richard was one of the oldest men in the United States. He was also the oldest veteran of World War II in the United States. Richard was born on May 11, 1906, and only 34 years later, he finally found his true life purpose, the Army. Overton served in the South Pacific. The media claimed that Richard saw an attack on Pearl Harbor with his own eyes. Even at a very advanced age, he did not lose his strength of spirit and displayed fearlessness, which helped him survive the war. He says, nothing ever bothers him. He can sleep with every door open without a lock on it. Many people become inactive and need help when they turn 90. But when Richard hit 100 years old, he still led a rather active lifestyle and even drove a car. In 2016, he even renewed his driving license all by himself. At that time, he was already 108 years old. Richard Overton has been honored with many awards, such as the U.S. Army Good Conduct Medal, and American Defense Service Medal. He passed away on December 27, 2018. Bob Waiten. Now let's talk about the man who is officially recognized as the oldest living man on the planet. Bob Waiten is a resident of the United Kingdom. He was born in Kingston upon Hull, and looking at him, it's hard to believe that a month ago he celebrated his 112th birthday. In his youth, Bob took up a marine engineering apprenticeship, then moved to Taiwan. He spent two years in Japan studying the language. In 1939, Bob and his wife wanted to return to Britain, but the war broke out and the couple ended up in Toronto, Canada. Then they moved to Connecticut, then Washington, and only after the war was over, they finally returned home. Bob devoted his life to teaching. Even after celebrating his 110th birthday, Mr. Waiten continues to be active and able to walk on his own. When asked about the secret of his longevity, Bob says that he simply avoids dying. Hester Ford 
If you look at the list of 100 oldest people on the planet, it's easy to notice that there are very few men, only six of them to be exact. So let's talk about women for a change. Let's start with Hester Ford from the US, who was born on August 15th, 1904 in Lancaster. For five months now, she's the oldest living US citizen. Last year, she turned 115 years old. And although the holiday was a real event, we would not want to attend it. Why? Too crowded! Hester's family is huge! The woman raised 12 children. As of 2017, she has 53 grandchildren, 120 great-grandchildren, and 126 great-great-grandchildren. Lucille Randon and here we have a woman who is not only the oldest person in France, but also in the entirety of Europe. Lucille Randon was born on February 11th, 1904, which means that a couple of months ago, she turned 116 years old. This woman has spent her entire life helping others and serving God. When she was young, Lucille worked as a teacher and a governess. In 1923, she was baptized. And after World War II, she chose an extremely important and noble mission. For 28 years, Lucille worked in a hospital where she cared for orphans and the elderly. The woman decided to spend her old age in a monastery, where she has been living for more than 40 years now. Despite her age, Lucille is adamant about attending Mass at 11 o'clock and taking part in the evening prayers. In her free time, the old lady likes to listen to the radio and walk around the garden. Jerome on Kimura can you imagine a cake big enough to fit 116 candles? Well, this man can. He not only ate a cake like that, but he was also the one who blew all the candles out himself. Jerome Kimura was a man who held the title of the oldest person on the planet for the whole last year of his life. Besides, for two years, he was also the oldest man alive. Jerome was born in the Japanese city of Kyotengo. After graduating from school, he got a job in the post office, where he then worked for 45 years. After retiring, he did not become a slacker. He spent all his free time on a farm. It's no secret that working with livestock in the garden or in the field is incredibly hard and exhausting. That's why I love to live to the age of 120. Jean Calment. 122 years old. That's how old this woman was when she parted with the title of the oldest living person on earth. Even though Jean Calment died in 1997, more than 20 years ago, we simply had to include her in the list. This woman is the only person over 120 years old whose age was documented. She was born in Arles in 1875. She came from a rich family, had a good marriage, and so could afford not to work. Jean spent her free time playing tennis and cycling. She loved to swim, rollerblade, play the piano, and go to the opera. When she turned 110 years old, Calment became a celebrity. Since then, a crowd of reporters attended each of her birthdays. Jean became quite a research subject for doctors. She also felt no need for a healthy lifestyle. Jean smoked for 95 years. She gave up cigarettes at the age of 117 years because of her loss of eyesight. It became too hard to light a cigarette. Leeching. Wow. Yeah, so I, I think life and, and the ability to live a long life I think about quality life. I, I you know, I, I think most that, important part. Gene uh, Calumet is, is the most famous, 122 years and a certain number of days, but she died of dehydration in a care center. And so, you know, what do you do to pay attention to each of the steps of maintaining healthy nutrition, exercise, hydration, learning about the latest in stem cells and bioidentical hormones, but I don't know about you, but if I wasn't doing all the things that you and I are doing now and with more things that we're pioneering into, I mean, to me, it, 
it reminds me of this particular quote. and Maybe you can read it for our audience here. Success is neither magical nor mysterious. Success is the natural consequence of consistently applying basic fundamentals. Yeah. So it's absolutely essential to live a longer, better quality life, to actually beat aging as we know it, but be in a situation where you live with the quality that is filled with love and happiness. Uh, there is segments of the population where they have sexless marriages, there's depression, there's anger, there's hurt. So we want you, those of you who are joining this journey for a longer, better quality life to check out nickdelgado.com, do the coaching eligibility, get into it right now. Is it worth investing, whether it be as little as $500 on up to whatever level, and not to say that it's really money dependent, but to kind of figure out on an individual basis, what resources we need to allocate to guide you to be that absolute uh, person that you're looking to be. So, Kyle, in your journey uh, and helping others, uh, what do you think it's like to help people to achieve their goals? I mean, what, what does it mean to you as a, an elite certified coach? And we only have a handful of coaches that have been certified by me. But what do you feel about that responsibility? And what's it like on a daily basis to learn and grow and develop? I'd say it's about the most satisfying thing I do in my life. Um, you know, being able to talk to people about their health issues and the things that they've had, you know, they've been trying to troubleshoot for years and then being able to give them step-by-step solutions that when they walk away and actually apply them, um, you know, they come back the next time and they see you, they're glowing, their smiles from ear to ear and they're, they, they, you know, they, they think of you as, you know, some sort of savior because of the, the, the contrast and how they felt before they met you versus how they feel now that they're, you know, living the life they always hoped they could live. It's pretty, it, it, it you know, it obviously has nothing to do with any, either of us being saviors of any kind. It has everything to do with just, you know, bringing together different, you know, proper principles from all areas of, you know, science and the, and the health field and, uh, you know, applying them in a way that makes the difference necessary for, you know, these people's issues. It's, it's, it's an amazing time. I, 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 I wouldn't, I couldn't imagine myself doing anything else. I love it. I, you know, I, I've been doing this for 43 years and I find myself drawn into it more and more and then improving the efficiency the technology the follow-up classes the webinars the podcasts what we're having approaching what danny nearly 200 episodes now on spotify and itunes and uh, we're excited about it and you know what we're here because you have shared this message with others and we don't have donations coming in from outside parties or uh pharmaceutical or you know these these outside uh Nothing. shall we say we we have kind of continued this program because we've discovered solutions first for kids with acne and skin conditions and hormonal imbalances obesity weight problems uh, inflammatory conditions various issues with coronary heart disease diabetes high blood pressure and you know what i think <laughs> what makes me uh, look forward to be doing coaching is because i've suffered i've been in those Absolutely. situations to know and now as I face the aging frontier, my oldest client is 92 and my youngest is, you know, probably uh, 11 years old. You know, during that spectrum of dealing with families and kids and grandkids, 
you start appreciating more and more kind of following that quote that you said, the consistent behavior of proven principles. And we only day in and day out. We only elect and choose proven principles. And, you know, that being said, uh, we have a host of clients that if you go to nickdelgado.com, take the, the coaching uh, eligibility quiz and, and do that in such a fashion that, how shall I say, w- will make a difference in your life and the, and the people around you. Uh, you know, I think that Delgado, nickdelgado.com, that is, uh, there's a hormone quiz. It's kind of an overall quiz. There's an immunity book. And the, the real bang for your buck is the uh, the coaching application form and getting in contact with us. Just just get in touch, and it may be that you're accepted in the coaching program. For those who are not, they'll be steered to either another practitioner or to um, our online courses and support programs that are essentially you know at little or no cost. And you know the reality is that there's always a solution that we tend to find. And if we can't help you, we'll just tell you. It. This coaching program is not going to work for you. But you know what? The exciting thing is if you have the passion and you have the enthusiasm and the attitude, then basically you'll be in and we'll accept you and we'll work with you, whether it be Kyle Because we have the technique. We have, we have the technique. We have the practices. We have the, the supplementation. We have, uh, we have everything necessary to take you to that place. It's just a matter of are you, uh, are you willing to do what's necessary to get there. And I just want to mention uh, one of our great sponsors, Doc Nutrients. These products formulated, created, and developed by a team of doctors, including yours truly. And we're here to help to guide you. And uh, there are a number of very specific ingredients and herbs that have been talked about in even in today's talk about turmeric and, you know, the, the use of broccoli and broccoli sprouts and these different things. So we've been studying all the literature and we're going to save you money on the things you should not be doing. But we're going to definitely introduce you to the things that you can be doing. And so uh, please uh, do check out uh, our, our various websites that we recommend. And please get our free newsletter. Just enroll, accept it, and, um, and get started with it right now. And we'll, we'll guide you toward these ideal goals. Thanks. Be well. Be strong. Take it easy, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, guys, I got to tell you, the new coaching program has come out, and we're excited about the coaching program because the coaching program is at nickdelgado.com. We'd love to help to guide you, to coach you on your health journey, and now you can apply for the special coaching program. And you can also get our special book, Immune Rejuvenation. Just leave your name and email And you're going to get one of the best books written on this whole subject. We are excited to no end. And I got to tell you that, you know, the whole idea of immune rejuvenation has come.